Amen. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Are you guys okay? Nice. And welcome to Youth Sunday. Sasabihin ko sa Youth Church. Youth Sunday pala. Youth Sunday. <laughs> Sunday pa palang pala ngayon. Yeah. So later po, again, we have Lovelands. So if you have young kids, you know, please register them and bring them here this afternoon, 2 to 5 p.m. This will run for four Sundays. So bring them. You know, we encourage you, you know, to bring your young people here. And we hope to see you guys and support yung ating mga youth uh, activities. Amen? Amen, amen. Kanina, I, I wasn't sure if I was to, you know, ako ba yung sa first young people to pray for the old people or ako ba yung, you know, medyo na-confuse ako. So yung isa nakataas, yung isa medyo nakababa kasi <laughs> saan ba, tatawid na ba ako dun sa... <laughs> For some reason, after 31 years of age, hindi na ako nagbilang. So, parang for me, nasa, nandun pa rin ako sa age ng young people. <sighs> Alright, so today we're gonna be talking about God's love for the next generation. Yeah. Uh, last week, di ba, we uh, discussed yung uh, love for the lost. Now naman, we're gonna... Be talking about God's love for the next generation. So if you have your Bibles with you, yung physical Bible nyo, uh, ready nyo na yan. Or if you have your yung notes nyo, um, cell phones, kung ano man yung gamit nyo, gadget, you know, ready nyo na sa, sa Psalm 78 verses 1 to 7. So before we start, can you like look around, you know, quickly, just, just check the people around you. You will notice that we are of different generations, diba? different ages. We are, you know, in this room, we are uh, madami tayong ibat-ibang nationalities and even uh, walks of life. We have different backgrounds. We have, you know, different uh, family backgrounds, di ba? And all of these things are all focused. We come together, focus on one thing only. We come here to worship the Lord. Regardless of your age, regardless of the generation you were born in, regardless of your background, We come to church to worship God. Correct? Now, we know naman, di ba, yung generation from 1901, you know, yung gen- greatest generation, that's what they call themselves, you know, the silent generation, 1928, and then the baby boomer. I think we have a lot of baby boomer here. And then we have the Gen X, the millennials, yan, sige, represent. Gen Z, and of course, yung Gen Alpha. Ito yung mga born 2013, the Gen Alpha. So we see yung significant cultural differences on each generation. The way they uh, view authority, the way they, you know, their attitude towards life, the way they choose career. I remember uh, the baby boomers, no, and even the, the older ones. When it comes to work, they really work hard, 100%. Diba? The, the quality of work they give, you know, is like always there, you know, giving the best. And they would normally stay in the company for like until the day they die or until the day they retire. But for the younger generation, if I may say this, diba? they, they like to, you know, uh, job hopping. They, they cannot stay in their job for like two years. For them, it's like eternity. Diba? When they choose careers, Older people will stay there forever and then the younger people, if they are, you know, tired, bored, they don't like the salary, they, they found another one, you know, or they feel like they need to rest for a year after graduation, you know, parang, parang different culture, different backgrounds and different styles of uh, point of view of, of your future, you know. And we all know yung changing social structures, you know, different family dynamics, social status, and Your mobile lifestyle ngayon has been keeping generation apart nowadays. Correct? When you go to um, when you go dinner, lunch at a resto, diba? You order, everyone, you talk like what's your order? What's your order? And then as soon as everybody ordered, you check your phone. And then you wait for the food. Diba? Before I remember that, you know, nung hindi pa uso, nabutan ko pa yon nung hindi pa uso yung phone. That you only call people. I remember before when you have to meet someone, you talk on the phone tonight and say, hey, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., let's meet in, you know, Glorieta. And you don't even know if they're coming. Because you're there. And sometimes, you know, the travel is like two hours, one hour. You're there. You're not sure if they're coming. 
Diba ngayon kasi you can text them, you know, I'm on my way. I'm on my way to the CR to get ready. I'm on my way to the car. You know, but different people and we are divided by the, you know, social um, dynamics that we have now. You know, and that what makes church great. Kasi here we come together with only one goal. And again, that is to worship the Lord. You know, we come here to meet, to worship, to learn, you know, and grow together as a body of Christ. Now, our verse for today teaches us that we need to communicate or com be committed to sharing the, the Lord to the next generation. We need everyone, or should I say entire church involved, you know, in this. We need to communicate, to share. We need to show, proclaim all the Lord, all that the Lord has done in our lives. You know, the prayer of Anna kanina, di ba? She prayed first for, for, for the older people and then she prayed for the younger people, you know, and, and saying that, you know, we look up to, to our leaders because we, we see them, you know, we learn from them. And that is true. Our young people learn from us. And so the way we talk, the way we speak, the way we, our attitudes toward others, you know, the way we uh, communicate, it is picked up by our younger generation. That is why it's very important that we teach them the right thing, you know, the, the word of God. So, let's dive in into our uh, verse for today. Let's read Psalm 78, verses 1 to 7. Sabi dito, first verse, My people, hear my teaching. Listen to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth with parable. I will utter hidden things, things from of old. You know, this psalm, you know, hindi ko nababasahin muna yung lahat, no? But this psalm was written by Asaph, who was a Levite, a music leader, you know, in the service of King David, and he longs to be heard. Because he is speaking an important word from God to God's people. And this is a psalm of instruction covering the entire history of Israel. You know, from Egypt to Exodus, from the time of David. And it records yung failure of the people of Israel and yung steadfast faithfulness of the Lord in His wonderful works and mercy. And so Asaph was saying, we need to teach this. We need people to hear and listen what God has done. You know, ironically, one of the greatest failures was their failure as a parent. And for some reason, no, some of us parents, we actually don't know how to be a parent. We only learn from yung parents natin. Right? Sometimes, when, when I was growing up, I didn't know why when I do something bad, you know, may palo kagad. Without even asking. Diba? I don't know if you guys experienced that. Diba? Parang mga ninja yung mga nanay nyo, tatay nyo, diba? Watch! Parang immediate, magugulat ka na lang. Oh. Tapos nyo, what? <laughs> diba? Una, masaya kayo. Mas biglang may nahulog na kanin. Watch! What? <laughs> diba? And so, and they never explained why. Diba? I, I never get an... And if you ask, why do you have to hit me? And they'll say, because I'm disciplining you. For what? <laughs> I didn't do... Like, for me... Nahulog yung, ka, yung mumu, di ba? May mga mumu. <laughs> Alam niyo ba yung mumu? Yes, the, the butil of the rice you know, that fell into your plate, out of yung plate. Yung mga rebelde, sa bunganga mo, yung tumatalog. You know? And they, they, they fail to teach us properly how to be a parent. You know? And that is because they themselves was not properly trained as parents. Or their parents probably, naalala ko, they would always say, you know, this is the th these are the things that we don't enjoy hearing eh, from, from our parents, di ba? Nung, nung, nung panahon namin, di ba? Tinatawid namin yung mga dagat. Di ba? <laughs> Umakit kami ng mga bundok ng tralala, yung mga gano'n. Parang, parang pag-iisip mo, grabe naman. <laughs> but that's true, no? And the way they were disciplined, it was like really in a, like a military, you know, like, you know, there's only one law, and that is your parents, you know. And so, here we see, you know, ironically that the Israelites was not good in parenting. You know, the psalmist wants us to share our faith with the next generation and teach them of yung faithfulness, you know. Reminding that it is crucial to pass down your spiritual belief, yung faith, and tell them about God's work. You know, some... Use a verse one, but my people hear my teaching, listen to the words of my mouth. It begins with the call of attention. You know, this is an invitation for us to listen carefully. You know, pay attention to the lessons that are being imparted. It's very important, no? In a world filled of destruction, it is important to cultivate 
yung habit of attentive listening, you know, filled, uh, especially when it comes to matter of yung faith natin that is being imparted, you know. I remember when, when every time at home, we, we tell my daughter, you know, if you want something from dad, if you need something from dad, if you want to have a conversation with your dad, if you want him to reply, you have to call his attention first. So if I'm doing something, and then normally they would start talking, you know, and they would just, you know, in my mind, siguro I'm a guy, you know, it's not an excuse, but most men, you know, one, one track mind. You know, if I'm doing this, I'm doing this. We don't know multitasking. Okay? Maybe some, but most of us, we can't. Okay? And so, my daughter would have to say, Dad, Dad. And as if, when I say yes, that's the only time she should tell me whatever she wants to communicate. Otherwise, it will be just like birds flying over my, you know, cuckoo, cuckoo. Because sometimes they would, they would talk to me, and then afterwards they would say, what do you think, Dad? And I'm like, what? <laughs> what do I think about what? You know? And so it's so hard to be attentive, listening, you know, to the people around us. And that is what this verse, you know, is saying, that we need to keep our ears open and listen, you know. The psalmist emphasizes the importance of teaching the Word of God diligently, you know, the Scripture, you know, to, to let it transform us from inside out. You know, the psalmist is saying that you need to listen, hear what God is saying so that it will transform you from the inside out. You know, yung, yung inner self mo to, to, the, to the ones that the people are seeing. And the psalmist is also reminding us that our faith should not be merely theoretical, but practical. You know, our thoughts, our words, you know, uh, should, in every aspect of our life, should, they, they should see it. It, not, it should not just be, you know, head knowledge. It should be applied in everything that we do. You know, and for our young people, we have the opportunity to be living example of God's love and grace to the world around us, you know. And so, young people, you know, uh, this is a good time for you to hear and listen and prepare as well your hearts, you know, as, as the older generation teach us how to do things or how to live right or how the work of God has been changing generation from generation. Now, let's go back to the verse. Psalm 78, it makes clear that parents are the one commissioned, you know, with the task of passing on the tor- torch of faith to their children. Yung parang passing of the baton, di ba? Yung pinapasa mo what you have learned to the next generation. Meron ba kayong mga ganon? Like may mga anting-anting ba kayo na pinasa sa inyo? <laughs> baton na ni Lua, ni Lola, tas pinalunok sa'yo? <laughs> our... our y- Sa side namin, hindi ko na sasabihin kung kaninong side, <laughs> sa mom or sa dad, may parang yung manghihilot. And so, I remember there was one particular time wherein my lola and my great-grand-lola was in a room and they were like, you know, saying something in parang orasyon. And then, I, I don't know, somebody said, you know, yan, nagpalit na yata sila ng bato. Parang hindi sila, ha? Darna si Darna ba yung... <laughs> hindi mo mukhang Darna yung lola ko. <laughs> but you know, parang, parang ganun siya, no? Uh, we, we pass on what we have learned. And in the past, it was, you know, everything that you learned, you pass it on to the next generation kasi you want it to be intact. You know, you want your family from generation to generation to remember the things that you are doing. But in here, Psalms, he's saying that, you know, we are to pass on what God has been doing in our lives so that the next generation would know how good, wonderful, and loving God is, you know. We are to, uh, to tell the generation, you know, it is our task, you know, to, you, to tell them what, what God has done in our lives, you know. To, we have to teach our children so that they can teach their children at the same time. Now, what are we supposed to pass on to our children and to the next generation? Well, number one, is to know the works of God. Yung mga ginawa, the things that the, word, the, the Lord has done. You know, in a nutshell, this passage is telling us four things. No, I'll, I'll just mention the four things. To know the works of God, to know the word of God, to put their trust in God, and to put their obedience in God. So let's start with number one. To know the works of God. You know, to tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord and His power. You know, instead of 
focusing on the you know um, on the pagalit or the sermon asap you know the, the writer of this psalm is saying you know you teach them you start with telling them of the good things first you know you don't sit down with the people and say alam nyo kayo masasamang tao kayo these are your sins this is why the lord hates you this is why you're going to you know to perish blah 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 this is why you're not blessed he is saying he is teaching that you should teach them by telling them how good god is You know, the Lord has blessed me. The Lord has healed me. The Lord has accompanied me in all of the things that I have done. You know, I, I, I journeyed with life, you know. And so Asaph first declared, you know, to, to tell them the great stories of rescue, you know, and not the tragedies, not, you know, the after effects. But he wants us to impart, to tell people of the works of God, the goodness of God. You know, how about you in your family? Is that how you sit down with your kids? Diba? Pag pupunta kayo sa mga parties, you, you grab them and say, we're going to your tito who has utang with me. Ha? So later, you know, remind me to ask him to pay the utang. Diba? Of course, the kid would, would say na parang, ah, oh, yung family namin mangungutang eh. Diba? Magaling kami mangutang pero hindi kami... We, we don't do that. We, of course, we tell them of the good things first. You know, we, we don't badmouth our own family, diba? Of course, that's possible naman na may mga bad, you know, bad things happening in a family. But when it comes to teaching our young kids, the next generation, we start first with the good things. We start with the good things, you know. We start of yung kindness, yung miraculous provisions ni God. You know, instead of saying na, we, we, mo, anak, we, we don't have, we, we can't eat anymore kasi God has been punishing us eh. Do you tell that to your kids na, you know, the reason why you're not eating today is because the Lord has forgotten about us. You don't. Diba, ang, ang, ang sama mo naman nasa parent. Of course, you say na, you know, today, you know, we, we have nothing on our table, but let, why, why don't we pray? Let's ask the Lord. Because He has never, you know, been late in providing for our needs. And we all experience that. Diba? Kasi most of the time, it's innate in us that we want everything done now. We are a microwave people. I want, ni- I want it hot now. Two minutes, dapat mainit na yung food. Diba? But the Lord doesn't work that way. He doesn't work under pressure. He will give it to you the moment that you need it. And so, We teach our young people to trust. We need to teach them, you know, to trust. You know, our daughter comes to church and listens to my preaching. Uh, and he, she hears my ABCD, you know, the background. Alak, babae, sigarilyo, drugs. And, you know, she, she also heard of the redemption of God, you know, the admit that you are a sinner, you know, believe that Jesus died for me, confess with my mouth, you know, that Jesus is Lord, and decide. So the ABCD... A, B, C, D, the bad thing, and the A, B, C, D of the good thing. And, and I'm hoping that, you know, every time she, you know, she goes to all the troubles in her life, she will remember that in spite of all the bad things, God has always been faithful. God has always provided a way for me, for his family. You know, and sometimes she would say, you know, she would use that as a parang blackmail, no? Parang father. Remember your ABCD. <laughs> Father, do not test me in this. <laughs> Why are you telling me to sleep early? <laughs> And so, you know, we have to be careful with our kids, you know, what we tell our kids. Ayan. Now, in John 15.3, sabi doon, Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friend. You know, we have to tell them how God rescued us from the pit. We have to tell them how God showed grace and mercy in our life. We have to tell them how God healed us physically and even spiritually. We have to tell them how God supplies all our needs. You know, we have to tell them how God comforted us when we or while we were broken. We have to tell them that God is always willing to forgive and gives you eternal life. You know, in our conversations, we need to say those things. We need to share those things. We need, you know, they need to see and hear God's work in our life. You know, if, if something good happened, you tell them. 
You know, praise God that we're able to pay for your tuition. Praise God that we're able to pay for your uh, monthly bills natin. Praise the Lord because He was healed, you know, because the Lord has healed you. Praise the Lord. You know, they need to hear it. They need, we need, you know, to share it to them. Amen? So they need to know the work of God and they need to know, number two, the Word of God. And co-parents, let me say this with love, you know, I will talk to you first. You know, it is important to teach our kids about God's word and God's truth. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. You know, if we want our younger generation to have faith in their hearts, we must lead them, you know, to interact with the word of God. They need to hear it. They need somehow, you know, marinig nila yun. Kahit hindi nila maintindihan, it's okay. Because the word of God is powerful. It divides souls. You know, it divides you know, anything that is blocking it, you know. And so you bring them here to church because we know, you know, that even if they're not listening, the Word of God is working in their lives. Amen. Now, how, how do we share or how can they know the Word of God? Well, one, we should tell them Bible stories or you can read the Bible with them. Kung bata yan, then you read Bible or tell stories. If a little bit older, then, you know, you can, you can do devotions together, you know, or maybe pray together. Now, I remember when Sophia was, baby, was a baby, she was like, uh, from, from birth until maybe two years old, you know, she, I was all, all, always sleeping lang. I didn't get to, you know, to wake up in the middle of the night, because you know, every time she cries when she was a baby, I would just wake up Josie and say, hey, be milk thou. You know, regardless if, if it's diaper change, she's hungry, or being bitten by a mosquito, it's everything milk, be milk, milk. And I will just go back to sleep, you know. And just like that, I'm, I'm like out, you know, sleeping like a baby. You know, but when she turned three, four years old, it was my turn to stay up late with her. Sometimes she would sleep like 3 a.m., 5 a.m. You know, I'm a morning person. I'm like awake at 5 so can you just imagine, I'm like awake at 5, go to work, and then go home, and then you play, and then you eat, and all of these things. And then at 12 o'clock, 10 o'clock, I'm already done. You know, like, I'm, I'm, like everything I say may not even mean anything anymore. You know, and by, by 3 a.m., it was like, you know, my, my, my eyes are already closed, but my brain is trying to keep up with her because she wants to hear Bible stories. You know, at first... She wanted me to tell about stories about princesses, you know. And I was telling her about, oh, you want to hear about Cinderella and the seven dwarves? Okay, you know, there was this one princess, you know. <laughs> and she's like, Dad, <laughs> I don't know any of the princesses. I've never met them. <laughs> I don't like their stories. And I've never watched them, you know. Growing up, it was Tom and Jerry or G.I. <laughs> Joe. Those are my go-to movies or, or uh, cartoons. Never Cinderella or Snow White. See, Snow White, you may seven dwarfs. Yes? Para sure, kasi hindi alam. And so I would tell her Bible stories. I would uh, tell her from all the stories I've learned, you know, since I was a kid until in present. And I would normally, you know, sometimes would mix them up. And, you know, you, you have to be careful when you talk to your kids, no? Because they remember. And so I would say, you know, uh, and then Goliath, you know, cut his hair and he lost all his power. And, and she would be like, Dad, isn't Goliath the, you know, the enemy of David? Oh, yeah, you know. So, so it's almost like teaching them and they, they listen, they hear, you know, they, they, they know. So at, at, at some point when they reach like a teenage year, they don't want the you speaking, them listening. They want conversations. And I've experienced that a lot here in youth church. You know, when people come to my office, especially teenagers, they have a lot of stories for some reason. They always have an opinion about something. You know, and I would always tell them, are you here to debate? Because if you're here to, be, to debate, I'm ready. But if not, let me know so that I can relax. You know, and sometimes there would be people like, Pastor Jeff, can you get your Bible? Can you open to this? What does it say? How come this is saying this and then this one is saying this? You know, and parang, parang laging nasa, nasa korte na parang, uh, kasi ito yan eh, tapos kukunin mo lahat nung, sa, sa Greek kasi, 
yung, ano ba to Hebrew, you know, parang ang dami-dami mo, no? And the, the problem, if you don't engage with them, is they go ask their friends, who's probably not a Christian, or they go to Google or any other social media. And they will learn things that are not correct or the right translation of the Bible or the right context. And so, parents, let's spend time with our kids. Even if you're tired, it's okay. It's a small price to pay. Someday, they won't have time for us because they'll be busy now with their work. But now that they are still asking for your time, for your voice, speak to them, talk to them, let them, you know, let them share their thoughts without being judged. When, I, when we were kids, we were not allowed to speak or, or, or share our opinions. I always go back to, to my experience. Because, huh? you know, they, they, it's, it's almost like, uh, this is not a democracy. It is a dictatorship. You know, I tell you what to do. You sit there, you sit there. When I was, uh, when I was seven years old, I remember we went to Uso uh, pa yung buhay pa yung quad nun. Uh, now it's Park Square or something. My mom said, okay, I'm going to go buy something. You sit here. Don't leave. I was there like after lunch. She returned like 5 p.m. And I was there sitting. No phones during that time. I was counting the people. Okay. And then I got bored. Oh, how about I count those people wearing red shirts? One. You, you, you know? And then when I told her, where have you guys been? And she's like, I just told you to wait. You don't question what blah, 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 blah. You know? And what, what, what do you do as a child? You just keep it to yourself, you know? And until, you know, until you just can't, you know, and then you look for other people that would be willing to, to spend time with you. Diba? Ganun yun eh. Yun yung effect no, when we don't spend time with our kids. Now, Another way for them to hear or to know the Word of God is to go to church. You know, you should go to church together. You know, you should bring them to church. You know, this applies both to our young kids and our, our kids' church. Our kids' church is very devoted and passionate, you know, to teach their young kids. You know, we make our room 101 and second floor to be a place of fun. It is not an extension of their classroom. For us, we want them to see it as an extension of their playground. We want them to say, when I go to church, I have fun. Or I had fun. You know, when I go to church, I get to play. But, of course, they don't know that while they're playing, we're teaching them the Word of God. We don't want them to say, I don't want to go to church because the teacher will teach me na naman. And then it's the same story again and again and again. So, if you notice, no Go visit room 101. There's a lot of toys. You know, we even bought new uh, toys na yung pwede na laruan because we want them to experience Sunday church as a fun place. You know, not an extension of their classroom. Now, for our youth church, you know, we are, you know, dedicated, you know, to bring the reality of Jesus to every young person. We teach them to love God and God, love God and love God's people. You know, we use different ways to connect to them. We have uh, a lot of uh, workshops. We teach them how to play instruments. We disciple them. We train them as leaders. You know, in youth church, if you're new and you want to be a worker, we just put you at the edge. Hindi ako sinusundan ng camera. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Hindi ako magagalaw. We push them at the edge and then we kick them. You know, and believe that the Lord will catch them. I remember there was one kid, you know. He said, Pastor Jeff, I want to, you know, to join the youth band. Sure. What do you want to do? I, I want to play an instrument. Okay, go. So one week, second week, third week, I said, okay. Uh, on the third week, you're going to sing a special number. And he was like, what? Sing? What? Why? You know? And for me, because I, I wanted to see, you know, I want you to experience other things that, than yung normal or the, the things that you're comfortable in. Because I believe that our young people are very talented. You know, if you just spend time with them, you will see how, you know, how good God is in, in building them up, you know. And so, I urge you, parents, 
if pinapayagan nyo yung mga anak nyo na gumimik, gumala, gabihin sa mga parties, please naman, payagan nyo silang mag-church. Wala namang kaming gagawing masama sa kanila. At kung gabihin man sila, nandito lang sila sa loob ng building. Yung mga guard dyan, hindi yan palalabasin. Kapag sinabi nyo, guard, wag mong palabasin tong anak ko, hindi yan palalabasin. So, sometimes I wonder, how come some parents would allow their kids to go home late in parties, but when it comes to church, they have to go home immediately? Why? Diba? This is coming from a youth pastor because I've been a youth pastor since 2009. And I have ministered and spoken to a lot of young people. You know, the, the, the hardest part of being a youth pastor during my time was when a parent, you know, when, is when a parent would come to me and say, Pastor, invite mo naman ulit yung anak ko. Kasi ayaw niya na mag-church. And sometimes I really want to say, Kaninong kasalanan ba yun? Ako ba ang pumigil para hindi siya pumunta sa church? Yung building has always been here. The services didn't change. But of course, I am a very changed person. That's all in my head, you know, the clouds and everything, you know. My angelic face would say, ah, sige po, siguro you can bring them po and let me have a conversation. If you want po, I can visit po. You know, but Honestly, you know, parents, let's bring them to church. You know, let's go to church together. You know, we're not here to take your, your, your responsibility or your place. We're not here to be parents to them. We're here to partner with you. If you tell us na, Pastor, pwede ko lang siyang payaga mag-ministry, pero kailangan niya kasi mag-aral eh. He, needs, she needs, he or she needs to go home at this particular time. Then we will do that. We're okay with that. If you tell us, Pastor, hindi siya pwedeng ligawan dito ah. We'll take care of that. Pastor, hindi siya pwedeng manligaw dito. Ha? Oh, absolutely. We can take care of that. You know? We will do the best that we can. You know? Or pastor, you know, um, gusto niya pong mag-ministry pero wala po siyang alam na gawin. We can also take care of that. We can train them. We can help them find, you know, and be equipped, you know, and be ready to identify yung call ni God sa life nila. Now, third, put their trust in God. We teach trust when we demonstrate trust to our young generation. You know, we lead by example. We are not, you know, we teach them trust because of the testimony that we do or the testimony that comes from our mouth. You know, we teach trust when we cultivate trust through prayer. You know, we have to teach children to pray and believe that God is an answering God. You know, every night we pray. I would normally lead the prayer and then After ng prayer ko, minsan, I would ask Josie naman to lead. And sometimes there are nights I would ask Sophia to pray. You know, and I would tell her, Sophia, just pray a short prayer, you know, whatever comes to mind. You know, and, and she likes praying for, you know, Lord, let there not be food poisoning, ganyan, ganyan. And so one time we asked, why do you keep praying for food poisoning? And she said, why? Anybody reported to you any food poisoning? No. And so she would say, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but that means she believes in prayer that means she believes that God answers prayer you know so first we show her how to do it then we do it together and then we watch and listen to her do it there was one time I asked her Sophia because I had a headache I go, Sophia can you pray for me I'm, I'm, I, had a, I have a headache and so she laid her hands simple prayer Lord I pray for healing for my dad headache Go away in Jesus' name. And just like that, you know, I, the headache was gone. Like instantly, I'm like, wow, kaling talaga ni Lord. You know, few hours after, I, I feel like the headache is coming back. I told her, Sophia, can you pray for me again for my headache? And she said, Dad, I already prayed for healing. You're already here. What's wrong? For some reason, nahiya yata yung sakit ng ulo. Para, Ay, oo nga, no? pinalis na pala ako dito. <laughs> Ba't nga ba ako nandito? Parang ganun, biglang nawala siya. Parang, oh, oh nga, you know, you of little faith. You know, but, but we have to teach, you know, our young kids, you know, to put their trust in God by showing them, by example, you know, by the way we live. Fourth, fourth 
And last one, you know, to put their obedience in God. Sabi dito sa James 1, you know, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. You know, be doers of the word, not hearers only. You know, we cannot be double standard or hypocrite. You know, we cannot tell our kids, hey, no cell phones on the table. And you're holding your cell phone. Diba? Or if I say, you know, imagine if I'm preaching and I'm holding my cell phone. And once in a while, I'll check. Uh, and then the word of God said, uh, how would you feel? Do you feel like I'm being respect, respectful to you? <laughs> so, when we say don't do this, then we also should not do it. When you tell your kids, do not be late. <laughs> do not be late as well. Diba? Yes? If you're always late, say amen. Knocks, no? <laughs> wow. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Diba sabi kung ano ang ginagawa ng matanda ay nagiging tama sa mga mata ng bata. You know, if we want to, if we ask them to attend church, then you should also attend church. You know, if you say, you know, limit your social media, you know, limit your movie watching, then also yourself, you know, put the same standard. It cannot be double standard. We need to be intentional. We need to be authentic. You know, if we are not intentional, people will know it. Young kids, the young generation would know it. They can, they know when you are being real, intentional, or authentic. I remember when I was a first Uh, my first time to be a life group leader. You know, one of, I, I would meet them every, every week and then one of the members told me, you know what? You're just doing this because you have to. In my head, again, without saying any word. You know, having a conversation with myself. Every week, inaaral ko yung lesson, ha? Nandito ako on time. Every week pumupunta ako. Nahanap akong pamasahe para bisitahin kayo. Tapos sasabihin mo sa akin yan. Of course, hindi ko sinabi. Sasabi ko, why? Why? Why did, why did you say I, I'm not being, you know, I'm just doing this because I have to. Sabi niya, because after every LG lesson, you never spend time talking to us after that. You don't spend time with us. As in, immediately you leave. And, and he was right. I was just doing it because I have to. But yung pride ko was saying na parang, grabe ka naman, nag-exert na nga ako ng effort. Kakwestiyonin mo pa. But to be honest, my effort wasn't authentic. It was because I, I was pleasing something, somebody else. I was doing it for, for myself, not for, for them. And so that early on, you know, I realized that if I'm going to spend time with young people or with any of my life group members, I will be there 100%. And I will go extra mile. If they need to talk to me, if they need to meet me, I will let them interrupt my life. You know, and that's also what we teach our, our, our daughter. You know, if I am in a meeting and you want to come and ask for something, you can interrupt. Because we want at her, an early age for her to know, of course she would have her boundaries, but we want her to know that she can always come to us. And so as, you know, as we obey God, we need to be authentic, we need to be intentional. You know, we urge, you know, you guys to be involved in teaching, you know, our young people. Volunteer. We have a lot of activities for this year. We have a calendar already. So if you can't you know, help financially. Maybe you can help, you know, with the design, uh, props making. You know, maybe you can teach them how to sing properly or maybe you can uh, teach any instrument, video editing or whatever it is that you're good at. Maybe you're good in math. You can tutor. You know, we've always been wanting that, you know, there will be a Saturday wherein this will be, a, the rooms will be filled with students, you know, na may mga tutors. You know, teaching teaching them, you know, basic math or maybe even yung, yung lessons in love for the day. If that's your gift, then please let us know. There's a lot of opportunities for us. And then we train our young people and teach them, you know, by the works we do. And we can pray for them afterwards so that we can still impart God's word in their lives. Amen? You know, our young people, uh, are you familiar with the five languages of love? 
Anian. Quality time, acts of service, receiving gifts, physical touch, words of affirmation. May pang-anim po sa YC. Food. Yun po ang pang-anim na love language. For some reason, during when I was a new pastor, we're good with like pares. You know, when kids, I don't know, no, some kids, they would come to my office and say, Pastor, kumain ka na ba? Oh, yeah. Tapos sasabihin, siyempre, of course, you have to ask. Ikaw, di pa nga eh. <laughs> Pag hindi mo na-pick up, they would say, ano kinain nyo? You know, you can't, you can't tell them like, uh, masarap yung kinain mo kasi, you know, you might be led to buy the same thing. So, rice and ulam. <laughs> But for some reason, you know, they before they were okay with, you know, kwek-kwek, uh, yung mga ganyan. But now, dude, when they come to your office, they come in groups. And then they will talk about, uy, kumain ka na ba? Di pa nga eh, kanina pa nga ka nandito eh. Ah, talaga? Ano ko yung gagawin natin? <laughs> Ikaw naman ang pastor, hindi siya mabahala ko. <laughs> so, magpapaluto ka. Biligan nga ang bigas. Tapos, luto, adobo na lang. It's the simplest, you know, adobo. And then they would, they would eat, and when they eat, they eat a lot. You have to get your portion first before they do, or else... Or else you will be just end up you'll end up cleaning the ano. But after eating, they will have a lot of conversations with us, and that's the time we you know we share God's goodness, and that's the time we share God's word. And so we want to you know I would like to take this challenge again, the Makdo challenge, as we close. You know, I gave this challenge in our last workers retreat, uh, 2023. But the kids, you know, they reported to me na, Pastor, yung iba nagbigay naman. You know, some sort of, you know, they, they, they donated something. Yeah. But no one really went out and, you know, had conversations with them. And so this is what we want to do, no? We want to take this challenge sa inyo. Two people will take out two young people for makdo. Makdo lang. Kahit na fries lang yan, okay lang yan. You know, ma- mahiyain naman sila minsan. Pag, pag lalo na pag di pa sila komportable. Medyo french fries is okay. And then you talk about, you know, how they are. Two questions lang. How are you? How's school? And have conversation. And then pray for them. Ganun lang. You can coordinate with Emma or Brian or any of our youth leaders if you want to do this challenge. You know, you can do this once a month. You know, maglalabas ka lang lang ng dalawang bata. You know, may kasama ka. Tapos dalawa kayo. You pray. Ganun lang. Ganun lang siya kasimple. You coordinate with us so that we also know. And then, of course, in, your, in front of your seat pockets, we have this. The blue paper. Yan. If you want to volunteer to any of the activities coming this year, please check. Yan. Andiyan naman lahat yan. May camp. Uh, we have yung habits classes, encounter God retreat. We have YC musical, you know. We're thinking of a musical play and, of course, Christmas party. You can either give your money, you can either give your time, you can participate, check it lang. And then, please, write your name and your mobile number so we can call you and drop it in our offering boxes. right? Because we need to know if you want to take this challenge, you know, if you want to participate. Because, you know, in, in, this is one way of teaching the next generation. You know, of God's love, of God's work, of God's word, by spending time with them. Amen? Amen. So, today is also our communion Sunday. So, this is what we're gonna do. There's a lot of young people here, and there's a lot of families, diba. Right? So, families, if you're, if you're here as a family or as a group of friends, you gather around, and then... One of our youth will come to you, will go with you, will stand with you, and then we'll take communion together. And after taking communion together, I want you guys to pray for them. Okay? Can we do that? Sige, i-prepare nyo po, buksan nyo na po yung mga biscuits nyo. Sige. So first, we'll take our communion together. 
And then, afterwards, you will pray for kusinaman yung youth that will come and join you. Okay? So can I ask everyone to stand first? Don't eat it yet. We're gonna do it together. Okay, young people, can you look for a group of, you know, seasoned people? (laughs) Because you guys are the salt and light. Yeah, the salt and pepper, you can you can look for a group of, you know, uh, young pro, families. And so, dun sa likod, marami pa, young people, you can, you can join them. If you think you're a young person, it's okay. Acceptable pa rin naman yan. The Lord will decide. Okay, so again, huh, we're, I'm gonna explain communion. We'll take the bread and the cup together. And then afterwards, you guys will pray for the young people. Okay? So let's take the bread. I mean, hold the bread. Sorry. Let's hold the bread. Yun na isubo na. Just let it. Ayan na siya. Slowly matunaw. You know, in 1 Corinthians 11, 23, you know, this is Jesus, you know, talking to his disciples and saying, you know, remember me. And when, whenever we take the communion, it is a reminder of who God is, what God has done, what God is doing, and what God will do in the future. That we together will dine with Him. And so today, you know, as we talk about, you know, passing on to the next generation the works of God, the Word of God, you know, let us take yung communion together and believe that the Word, that the Lord is at work in our lives. So let's take the bread right now. And after they take bread, the Lord said, you know, this is my cup which is given to you. Do this in remembrance of me. So let's take the cup. Thank you, Jesus. Now, can you pray for our young people right now? If you are seated with them, if they're beside you, you can pray individually, one by one. But just pray for them. You can introduce yourself, or maybe this is the time you can say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna take that Makdo challenge. We'll bring you out for a Makdo one of these days. So just pray for them. done praying, worship with us right now. Let's sing this.
Father, we thank you, Lord God, for today. And Lord, as we pass on, you know, the torch, Lord God, of, of faith, Lord God, to the next generation, Lord, I pray that you will equip us, you know, with gray hairs, Lord God, that you will equip us, Lord God, to train, to teach, Lord God, to model, Lord God, and to be obedient to your word. Lord, we pray for our young people today. We pray, Lord God, for the next generation as that as we impart the faith, the knowledge, Lord God, the goodness, your work, your word to them, Lord God, that they will embrace it with their with all their hearts and their minds father let them grow and see your goodness lord god let them experience your love and lord let them be you know the next generation lord god that will bring the banner of christ lord god into the you know the, the generations to come father we thank you we love you god in jesus name we pray amen and amen the lord bless you po. have a great week and bring your young people every sunday Amen, amen.